Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Stay calm. There are many reasons a man would wear a mustache to work. He is a fan of the outrageous. He loves to surprise. He loves other things as well. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. The three main reasons a man would wear a mustache, in case you were wondering. There's got to be another reason. No. No, I don't think so. What was the list? I forgot it already. (laughs) Because I think you could add to that list, um, after you shave off your monkey tail beard, you may also be left with just a mustache. Yeah. So here's the thing. Friday after the live stream, I went home. And I shaved. You've been rocking this for days? Uh, yeah, Friday night. Friday night, I shaved the monkey tail and left a nice-looking mustache. Solid mustache. It's a solid mustache. Uh-huh. Thank you. And I have been rocking it, and uh, I feel good. So it's Tuesday. You show up at my house with a mustache. I assumed it had just happened. No. Nope, no. you've had you this see for this days. gruff? That's already growing. You think that's? I you think know. I could. I didn't pay that much attention. I yeah, was I mean, a little, I, got... I was a little taken back, and then I thought, man, you should have expected this. Like you, I should have known this was gonna happen. I think I even said something about it, like when you had to shave your face into the monkey tail. Like, hey, just think of it this way. Now you get to play around with your facial hair. I was thinking about that. Uh-huh. I've wanted to shave my beard and just leave a mustache for like a year. Mm-hmm. Last year, at this time, I was telling myself, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna get the mustache." And then I thought, "No, nah, I'll wait till the warmer months to to shave off and just leave the mustache." Never happened. And, and, and here, here we are. are. Dreams do come true. They really do. And the greatest thing about this whole thing, Rebecca, mm-hmm. is the fact that I know for a fact that this bothers you. And I get to sit across the I'm table I'm about to from say you. it doesn't bother me, but I hesitate in saying that because if you know it doesn't bother me, then you'll change it. I'll find something that will. But I, what I like about the just mustache look right now, though I'm not typically a, a just mustache kind of person, um, you're, you look groomed. And that's something I haven't seen for a while. Okay. And so it's actually a really welcome change. I groom regularly. You are regularly clean, but you don't always look regularly clean. It's because it's because you 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 smell clean. Thanks. You just appear unkept at times. Whenever I have a beard, I shave uh, or trim my beard usually once, maybe twice a month. Mm -hmm. I I let it go for two weeks and then I'll, I'll trim it up or I'll let it go for four weeks. I'll trim it up. Sometimes I'll let it go for eight weeks. Then I'll trim it up. You can do whatever you want to do. And by gosh, oh darn, I do. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, in my opinion, I like the groomed look better. Here's here's the question. It should not affect how, what you decide to do. That's, that's correct. It's just but my opinion. Just for uh, science's sake, Uh huh. do you think just the mustache looks cleaner than... A, a, a bushier mustache with a very trimmed up uh, beard. Because I did that too. Where I, I basically like no, grew everything out for two months. it's just uneven. I think it all should be the same length. Mm, see, if I really... If you've got the real bushy mustache and then like a trimmed up beard, it just looks like you just didn't care. Like you started the project and never really finished it. No, that's a style. Actually, whenever I did that, I got more compliments for my mustache light beard combo than I think I ever did for the beard. You know, I think everybody has different opinions and I think some people would prefer that look. But me personally, I I think I've said it before, I'm just really into the groomed look. You just don't like... (laughs) Unkeptness. If if facial hair does not look like it is freshly trimmed, you don't like it. And you know what? That's totally fine. I'm a very organized person. I like things in their place. When I'm meeting with somebody and their desk is a mess, you might find me organizing their desk while we talk. Isn't that, like, rude? Probably. You'll sometimes organize somebody else's somebody, desk? I, sometimes I do it, and I don't even realize I'm doing it. Like, 
you know, when you just like fidget with stuff, sometimes me fidgeting with stuff is organizing stuff and putting things in clean lines. Yeah, I would hate like it. Like I'll if you restack your business cards and make every yeah. I mean, I don't mean to. I try to stop myself when I notice that I'm doing it, but sometimes it's gone too far, oh. and I, I've got to complete the job. I can't leave the desk undone. <laughs> Have you ever thought about just like starting like a, a cleaning business? Um, I have before. Started a cleaning business? No, I've actually thought of not a cleaning business because I'm not too into cleaning, but organization. Like I love organizing things. I think it started with like my obsession with the game Tetris. I just really like organizing things. You like it whenever you get everything just fitting perfectly and then it mm-hmm. all just disappears? Sure. Yeah. yeah. It just resets and you get that big stack of points. <laughs> that is yeah. nice. Uh-huh. Whatever life sends you when one you of those long When you stack it all up ones. on one side and like, man, it, it's all lining up perfectly and you've got like a solid block and then you finally get that line like right Ooh, at the right time. The blue one. And, and it, just, it just cancels out that whole bottom uh, half. It's called a Tetris. Oh, that's beautiful. It's what dreams are made out of. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dreams, Rebecca... Yes. I had a stress podcast, a podcast stress stream last night, and I woke Wait, up with a cold sore. A stress podcast stream? What could be stressful about podcasts? I had a dream that we were doing a live stream, uh, and Grant was sitting in okay, for you. Say no more. I get it. And we started doing Wait, the show. Wait, why was Grant sitting in for me? Where I was know. I at? You were probably in Hawaii or something. Why has Grant replaced me in your podcast dreams? Because whenever you're not here, if something bad happens, it all falls on me. So it's extra stressful. Okay. Anyway, Grant Grant replaced me. So Grant had replaced you. And our our topic was something. We were eating chocolate and maybe like pizza. Maybe we were doing like weird combinations or like sweet versus savory or something. I, I don't remember what the what the show prep was. But regardless, we had everything set out. Thought we had started recording. Um. And about five minutes into it, realized we're not live. So now we were not only late starting the live stream, but Grant had already eaten a oh, lot of the stuff. Oh, Grant. And so we like, no. and that was all we had. That was it. And I, I just, I panicked and I couldn't figure out what was going on or what to do. Like, do we even go live at this point? Because we only have half a show left. Grant ate the other half. <laughs> It was very stressful, and I woke up with a little baby cold sore. That's so. crazy. You get cold sores after having stressful dreams? Just anything stressful, yeah. Oh. Yeah, if I have like a really, even just like a stressful day, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have a cold sore. Wow. Like next morning. It's the worst. It's so annoying. Yeah. I'm trying to think if that's ever happened. No, it hasn't. That has never happened to me. You don't get cold sores from like high stress situations? No. I don't. I I get headaches. No, I get cold sores. Last week was like bad week for headaches with the storm fronts coming in. Yeah. Like I had some horrible headaches, but no cold sores. I carry all my stress in my jaw. Like, and that's where the headaches start coming from. Weird. I carry my anger in my jaw, I think. Mm -hmm. Like I, I sit there and I tense up my jaw i always imagine that looks pretty scary like if somebody was like you the person i was scary somebody was if if I, if I was angry at somebody and they knew i was and they saw me clenching my jaw like that they'd be like oh boy i'm about to get a beating clench your jaw let me see what you look like when you clench your jaw no i i think wow he must be thinking about something <laughs> No, but like I'm not scared at all. Okay, but that's because my eyes, my eyes don't say that. Okay, I'm scared. could you make your eyes um, look mean and clench your jaw? No, because I don't want to be in a bad mood. This it, it, instantly. That's that's, that's how smiling works. I can only assume. <laughs> I can't go there. I can't do angry eyes and clenched jaw. That's the trigger. I, Instant bad mood. You've seen me. I have get seen tr- you in a triggered real a quick bad mood. I've seen you walk out of my house real fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've left your house angry. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, you did. Probably more than once, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You never really tell me till later, so. Yeah, that's true. Hey, by the way, I was really ticked at you. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, you know it's a nightmare. Yeah? 
There, there's a new um, survey out that says one in three people's cars are such a mess that only the driver can fit inside. That's disgusting. One in three. Okay. I, I, I can't help but think that this is like not, not true. I mean, okay, 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 okay. It was a poll, con- a poll conducted on a group of people. I don't know how many people were in the, the poll. I, I think if you were to go and look at these peoples who said that, no, there's not enough room in my car right now for people to sit, those are the kind of people that are like, hold on, and they pop their trunk and they take everything off their back seat and throw it in. Like, I don't think that's junk. I think that's like, like I have a longboard in the back of my car. Mm-hmm. Nobody could sit where that longboard is sitting because I have a small car. But I could just put it in the back. No, I just don't. I think they're actually talking about a lot of junk. Like, like trash? Like not like from floor to ceiling full of stuff, but like a lot of trash and just collected stuff in the car. I remember my dad growing up, who I would think as was like a, a pretty clean person. He had a junk car, but now like I think back, maybe that was all he could afford. But I always looked back at it like that was the junk car. It was like a Honda Accord, like hatchback it was red and it had lots of dents in it mm-hmm. anyway he never threw anything away like anytime he'd go to fast food he just tossed it in the back like everything got tossed in the That's back gross and what pretty soon like the passenger seat started filling up like i don't know what he was going through at that time in his life but that car was a disaster yeah no i've i've seen people throw it on the floor but i've never seen anybody like fill their seat really I don't think my maybe maybe once like somebody that I've personally known. I keep a collection of stuff in my cars like coats and stuff like that. But like and shoes and things like anything that I might need. Yeah. But like I don't I don't like collect a bunch of trash. Maybe Starbucks cups. I fill all my cup holders until I don't have cup holders anymore, and then I throw it all away. I have a trash bag in my car, like a Walmart bag, and that's where I put all my trash. My the the main thing that plagues my car. It's your Skittles. Uh, I I have Skittles. My son's stuffed in. Um, no, I have so many bottles of water. That's true. You but have a dangerous amount of bottled water in your car. Here's the thing. It feels really great outside right now. Which means all my bottles of water are unfrozen, and I can finally start drinking them. Because when, whenever it's like cold, cold, you grab a bottle. You have to bring in a new bottle every single time you get in your car because uh-huh. you can't just drink the water that's in your car. Because frozen it's, water, it's ice. Yeah, uh-huh. you can't drink ice. What are you insane? You also can't drink hot water either. So no, I, I'm fine with. There's drinking a the hot sweet water. spot there uh, uh, dr- when I'll, you can. I'll no, drink the no, warm it, like, water. It breaks down the plastic. Anyway, nope, my, my son is here because he's a mechanic. And I thought if anybody knows how true this statistic is, it would be him. So Zacchaeus, how true is this poll that says one in three people's cars are full of trash? Extremely true. It's, uh, it's pretty nasty. Usually it's the vans. Um, we've had a lot of bad vans, um, a lot of bad SUVs too. And, um, and to be honest, a lot of them are females uh, that they like to destroy their cars and leave uh, makeup and, and water bottles and food everywhere. Are they usually trashy cars, like like on the outside? Sometimes. Uh, usually they're uh, either like Chevy Suburbans or they're like <laughs> Chrysler Town and Countries. Really? That's it. The worst one I've seen was uh, I used to work at Aletha Dodge and it was on a, a lift and I walked over there because everyone was freaking out. <laughs> And we went over there, and there was trash, and they had kids with them. Like, they had, their whole family was there, and the trash, like, lined the inside of the van, and it was so high up to the seats that the kids actually laid their feet across it while they'd watch a movie, like a, almost like a ottoman, and, like, laid a, like, they could lay on it like a bed, and it went up to the center console, like, almost to where the radio was, and, like, it was the most unbelievable thing I think I've ever seen. Like, I can't imagine living in that much trash. It was gross. Okay, you regularly send me Snapchats of, like, destroyed cars, and recently you sent me one of one that had, like, graffiti all over in it. Yeah, so that one actually got stolen 
uh, and someone decided they wanted to paint their gang signs and graffiti all over the car, and they like smashed the dash, and then they painted it in the most obnoxious color, um, yellow, uh, all over the car, inside the dash, on the headliner. It was the creepiest thing ever, and then they like it was it was so whack, and there yeah there was trash in there, but most of it was the graffiti. Okay, so you talked about the worst one that you've ever seen, which is that one that was so full of trash, like the kids couldn't put their feet on the floor. But then you also work on a lot of older cars, and you've told me stories about, like, rodents living in cars before. Yeah, so I had a Mercedes that actually was a barn find, um, and uh, it had chewed up all the wires, and you could imagine it being a Mercedes-Benz, how awful that would be to find. Um, And they actually ended up throwing the car away, but, um, yeah, we actually set a ton of mouse traps in there and caught, uh, like three or four mice. It was disgusting. And then we also had, um, an older Kia that a guy had pulled out of his field, um, at his farm and wanted to get running for his daughter and a huge rat, not a mouse, a rat was crawling around inside of it. And we actually couldn't catch him because he was like extremely fast and he was like laying in some place we couldn't even find him at. Anyway, we never actually killed him. We just gave the car back to the owner because we said we couldn't get him and we didn't want to work on it. It was crazy. <laughs> just didn't want to work on it. Okay, as crazy as all those star- stories are, I think, first of all, when like a car shows up to be fixed, wouldn't you, Nathan, like, wouldn't you clean your car out first like before you take it to have somebody fix it? Yeah, I'm always paranoid. If I got to take my car into the shop, I'm cleaning everything. That and my mom was always like, don't steal anything important. You got to get it all out <laughs> of there. You know those mechanics. These mechanics at Walmart, they're trash. You got to pull everything out of there. Is your Game Boy in the back? You better get your Game Boy out. Carry it around Walmart. I don't care. I know we're going to be here for an hour and your Game Boy and your skateboard around Walmart. She would, dude. Okay, so we clean out our cars before we drop them off, but you, Zacchaeus, have found illegal stuff in cars before. Yeah, we we did find some some live needles in somebody's car, and they didn't care whatsoever. It was just laying on the floor in an open package. It was, uh, it was pretty unbelievable. You know? Maybe they were a vet, you know? Well, there was a lot of money in the backseat. So all the more reason to believe it was a vet, you know, oh, they, yeah. they make bank uh, <laughs> a lot of black substance in there. Okay. Before we let you go, anything else that you've like found while working on cars? Uh, someone actually that regularly comes in, they keep like dolls in their car, but they're like life size, like their friends. And uh, like one's a skeleton. Well, for Halloween he was a skeleton, but he was in the front seat in a seatbelt with like a costume. Dolls? Yeah, like life size dolls. Yeah, basically mannequins. But they're like dressed up and like they can like maybe for holidays they're like different looking things. <laughs> it's like she came in for Halloween for an oil change and it. She had like a she? skeleton. She. Yeah. Is and they're all buckled in and they're safe and stuff. <laughs> Oh, and thank goodness they're safe. Yeah, and it's really weird. And then like she's got like like the baby like sun like shade decal for the you know the kids in the back and stuff. And it's it's it was really random. Does anything seem off about her? Have you ever talked to her? I have not seen her. No, I didn't. I try not to stare too much. So just <laughs> pretend like it's not there. That's oh, I'm not trying to get anyone's business. I mean, <laughs> alrighty then. <laughs> All right, thanks, Zekias, for coming yeah. in and telling these stories. Now I'm a little more nervous about the people in our community. <laughs> so here's the question, though. If if somebody were to ask her for a lift, would she be like, nah, sorry, all, all my seats are full? <laughs> this ride is full. Yeah. Or she like, yeah, do you mind sitting in the back with the kids? <laughs> just just slide Jan over and buckle her seatbelt. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know. I'm like a little creeped out and I'm thinking, has somebody checked the mental state of this woman? I'm also a little shocked that he said it's more women that have messy cars than men. Yeah, but I think also men are more likely to have more pride in their car. Yeah, they're more car people. Yeah. Right. So I'm not too shocked at that. And the women, they're usually the ones who have to have the minivan with the kids. And then yeah, and those really, kids are messy. I don't know about your family, but I feel like in my family, to an extent, the girls were always messier anyway. Like cluttery and stuff in their rooms. Now, okay, you've spent a lot of time at my house. You've seen both my son's room and my daughter's room. Yeah. 
Zach has trash on the floor. Mm -hmm. Grace has trash on the walls. <laughs> but that's art. <laughs> she calls it art. It's just different. Right. We should suggest to Zacchia said he call his trash on the floor art. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Mom, you wouldn't understand. This is, it's art. <laughs> so if you could stop telling me to clean up my art. And quite frankly, if you could stop calling my art trash, that would be. Grace really has um, monster drinks. Yeah. Like she saves the cans and then she decorates with them. I don't know what it is, but I just let her do it because she's 16 and she's being creative and just letting her, her figure it out. But I left a drink cup in her car the other day and she just like tore me apart about it. Was like, I had to go back out and clean my car because you left your drink. And I was like, welcome to my world. Like I've been cleaning <laughs> up after you for 16 years. I'm going to start purposely leaving my trash in her car. I think that's a really good way to, to teach her good habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Teach her that this is going to be the rest of her life is cleaning up after somebody. Right. Uh -huh. First, it's your mom. Then it's your kids. <laughs> then it's your mom again. <laughs> oh, if my kids have to take care of me when I'm old. No, but they won't because you said that you would put me I'll down kill before you. then. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll, we already have an agreement. I'll finish you off. Mm -hmm. I'll fight Jay West if I have to. I'll do it. Okay. So you had an idea with this whole car thing. Yeah. I was reading through that article. And I, I was thinking, wow, I bet one in three car owners, that's kind of a lot of people. I, mm -hmm. I could probably start a business cleaning cars. Like cleaning all the junk yeah. out? Yeah, you know, you drive up like a, like a car wash, but, you know, on the inside. Then I realized that that's already a thing. It I just is. reinvented somebody else's business. Uh-huh. But then that reminded me that I've had another business idea brewing in my head. Oh, really? And... To be quite is this, frankly, this better than Gotropolis. It is. Uh -huh. It is. This is. This is. I think probably at least three times better. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so I house sit a lot. You do. Anybody that I know, really, if they Anybody go out of town, looking for a house sitter, I would suggest Nathan. He's great. Just don't leave sticky notes around because he'll use those. I like sticky notes. He writes poop on them and I hides them that all over the house twice. And once you were in the house while I was doing it, so it's true. Um, anyway, I, I was thinking, all right, I already have good experience house sitting. Mm -hmm. People are always going out of town year round. Why don't I just start like a reverse Airbnb, where people have me babysit their house and animals, fish, whatever are in it, while they're out of town. Mm -hmm. I could do like what, like two hundred dollars a week. I think, think they do fair? have like house sitting services. Is that already a thing? Yeah. Have you ever um, seen the Hurley brothers on SNL? No. What is that? Um, he's a house sitter. But that's SNL. Is that a real it, thing? It, well, no, it's a skit. But, you know, they they do it based off the fact that it's a real service. But like the Hurley brothers isn't actually a real service. It's a really funny skit, though. You'll have to check it out. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Let the boy sleep in your bed. He's a good, clean boy. And he's like, let me water your plants. That is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I I cannot wait to watch that. It's Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. Oh, perfect. Yeah. They're a great dynamic duo. They were. Chris Farley's dead. Is he? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was scared. I thought Adam Sandler was dead there nope. for a moment. Nope. He's okay. That sucks. Um, But, yeah, I could, I could house it for people. That seems easy enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where you even post that. That's my problem. Because Craigslist just start is kind of sketchy. Facebook Marketplace? And marketplace. I don't know. Do you offer services like house sitting? And I don't know. Maybe maybe I could get with like a, uh, like a, like a hotel company. And, or I could get with Airbnb people and just say, hey, if you got people from this area that are going to be staying at your place offer them my services as like a package deal and then if they rent me oh no this is them, the thing nathan what house sitting jobs you can you can find one on indeed.com of course on it's on indeed um trustedhousesitters.com so you just need to find your way to one of these websites you're going to have to have some recommendations 
some referrals. Question. Big question. All right. Honest question. Uh-huh. Would you be more likely, let's say I don't exist, okay, and you need a house sitter. Would you be more likely to ask a random individual that works with a corporation to house it or a random individual from like Facebook marketplace or something. No, uh, definitely. Okay. If that's my options, it's going to be from, from a website instead of like a, a I'm marketplace. Imagining like a dog sitter. You know how people will just start a dog sitter business. Okay. Okay. It's gotta be. So I'm like not that, even, right? I'm not even hiring a random person. I'm only hiring a trusted person. I know like, I just feels really weird to have somebody in your house where like all your files are stored. I mean, well, I, you I don't want just, them going through your underwear drawer. I could put it in the contract. I promise I won't do those things. Mm-hmm. So I have some bad news for you. What? Because it doesn't pay a whole lot. What do you think the average is a day? A day? Uh-huh. I was thinking $200 a week. So that's just because that's what I paid you. Don't you didn't pay me. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I gave you money for expenses. And you're lucky I took it. I almost didn't. I am lucky you took it. Yeah. Thank you so much. We Nathan. almost had a problem. I would have been devastated to come back and find $200 still on my counter. Okay. That was a close one. You're lucky. I'm just warning you. Anyway, it, that's not that far off. Okay. Okay. 25 to $30 a day. So it sounds like I underpaid you. No. Five days. No, seven days. Seven days. Right. So I paid you $200 for seven days. And if that's $25 a day, uh huh, that's $175 for a week. For seven days? 25, 50, 75, 100, 125, 150, 175. Okay, so I overpaid you. Could you? Um, you want that extra twenty five back? Give me back the twenty five. Yeah. You know, it can go upwards to fifty dollars for overnight stays. So in that case, I underpaid you. Hold on. Uh-huh. If you're not staying overnight, you're not house sitting. That's whenever bad stuff happens. Hello. Yeah, like pets getting in the trash can and burglars getting <laughs> everywhere else. <laughs> What's the point of paying somebody to house sit if they're just gonna? Not be at your house. I don't know. I mean, uh, people don't know that you're not staying the night. You owe me, you want to pay me to hold on to your house key for a week while you're gone? I can go in sometimes if you want me to. I don't know. That's wild. It says that you're required to perform basic house cleaning duties, water indoor plants, and collect homeowner's mail. That sounds totally doable. What if I started like a, uh, Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, it's going up. Oh? Because with a pet, the price increases. Pet sitters charge $25 to $30 a day on average, depending on the service. The average cost of a minimum 30-minute visit is $25, while overnight pet sitting costs $75 to $85 a day. So you have to make sure to find the clients that also need you to watch their pets, not just their house. For sure. There's a lot more money in pets. Nathan, I, you know what? I now think it's looking we, like you did underpay me because you have no. two pets. I'm thinking. And we, it was snowing outside. We can so I go spend into this business together. What? No, I'm you already have a job. Basically like your pimp because no, I'm going to be the one that, that refers you and says, this person is trusted. I hire this person to watch my house when I'm gone. That just makes you a referral. And then... You, because you need my referral to be able to get a job to to house sit for somebody else, you just give me a percentage of the money. You just want my money. Yes. Oh my gosh. You just want me for my money. It's true, but I don't think you can do this without me, Nathan. I think I can. And I'll do one better. I'm going to find rich clients. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to sell myself it's to fine. like the It's old fine. It's fine, Nathan. You, you go out and you try to do this on your own. And then when you come crawling back to me, my percentage is going to go up from 10 to 15%. I'm not going to come crawling. I'm going to come rolling in my new Mercedes <laughs> right. Benz. You're rolling up in your new whip. Yeah. 
It'll be a Ford Focus still, but it'll be like <laughs> 2006. But the dent will be gone and the motor mounts will be secure. My motor mounts are secure. I did hear that your motor mounts are secure yeah. now. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Nice and quiet. Yep. Yeah. It's it's wonder, It's like a new car, you know, <laughs> pretty much. I was really worried there. I thought I was going to have to get a new car. Nope. You just fix things. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So great idea. Already in play. But it doesn't mean that you can't venture into that business. I mean, I wanted to be um, like a vacation vlogger. Yeah. So if you can be a vacation vlogger, I can be a professional house. You know what? How about if you just house it while I vlog, we should go into business together. How about I vlog for myself (laughs) and every week I'm in a new house. Then I would just look like I live a super eccentric life. It's true. You know? Yeah, but you probably wouldn't keep the job if you were vlogging other people's houses and what's in their houses. You would go into business with like burglars or something. (laughs) Unless I told them I will have a camera on me at all times to make sure I don't steal anything. And then I will give you the proof that I didn't steal anything. You still vlogged all of their house. Yeah, but they don't know that. Unless they watch the vlog. Which, I mean, okay. I mean, they already have your name, so. But my clients, listen, my clients are going to be so old and rich that they don't even know what YouTube is. No holes in this plan at all. No, none at all. No, you don't need me. Not at all. Thank you. You can do this on your own and be completely successful. All right. I wish you luck on your journey, Nathan. Thanks. I wish you luck on your, uh, what What was that thing you are going to do? The vacation vlog. Yeah, vacation vlog. Travel vlogging. Yeah. Good luck travel vlogging. Thank you. I do still need you to house it for me, though, when I'm traveling. Well, my rates are going up by the minute, so better uh, secure your spot in the queue. Okay, but in your normal job, Nathan, Mm -hmm. have you ever, like, faked being sick or something to not go into work? Um... I want to say no, but there has been times where... I wasn't feeling well, but it was like, wow, I don't want to go into work so badly that I'm feeling sick about the idea of going into work, <laughs> you know? And so you just you text, made yourself hey, sick at the thought of going to work. Yeah, I, I'm feeling real. I'm not feeling great. I can still come in if you need me, but I, I'm not feeling well. And then. And it was like, oh, no, you're, you're fine. Stay home, get some rest, and, you know, all that. I'm a terrible employee. I always think you're not a terrible employee. I always think, like, I, I want to call in sick, like, when I'm not really sick. But truth be told, even when I'm sick, I still go to work. Thankfully, right now I'm working from home, so I work from home while I'm sick. But, like, I've actually called in sick to work, worked like a half a day and been like, I'm really sick. Like I can't finish my day. And then because I work from home that night, I like get myself back up and go do more work because I feel really bad that I didn't finish my entire day. Yeah. Like I'm just worried so much about like what I'm putting on my other coworkers if I'm gone. Like what is wrong with me? I can't say I've ever had that problem. Like, I can't, okay, no, there is a time where I went home and I wasn't really that sick. I was sick though, I had a fever. It was, it was- (laughs) That's enough, what the heck, No, it was when the COVID thing happened and like it was when everything was first happening. I had just come back from the cruise like two weeks earlier and I worked like in a booth in my studio. So like I was alone and I started to feel like getting chills Like I was getting a fever and I remember saying to Sam through like our headsets. So I wasn't in the same room as him. Like, I think I'm running a fever, but I wasn't just going to leave and just leave everybody hanging. There was nobody else to tell the news. And I was like, well, I'm in this room by myself. If I have a fever, I'm not going near anybody else. So I'm just going to finish my day out. But then at the end of the day, I texted my boss and was like, hey, so I think I have a fever. And they're like, it was when everybody was like really nervous about the COVID stuff. Well, I guess people still are, but it it was the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, okay, well, we want you to stay home because you have a fever. And then I never went back to work after that. Nice. Yeah. And I never, I never got like sick, sick. 
Like I had a fever and didn't feel great, but I never felt really sick. And so like I could have definitely worked Mm -hmm. and I didn't and they wouldn't even let me come back. But I had probably three or four days where we weren't set up to work from home. And I felt perfectly fine that I got to take sick days because they were too afraid I had COVID and wouldn't let me come back. And it was like the best. Like I got sick days when I wasn't even sick. But you did you feel guilty that whole time? I did. And I also took the time to figure out how to work from home, which is still the system that we're using today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it, the timing of that all kind of really worked out. It did. Yeah. You know, the, the timing of us, you and I setting up this home studio for the podcast and how that synced with the timing of having to work from home. I had everything I needed here to be able to do my work from home. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> okay, but I was actually leading into something there because there's a story of a guy who did not want to go to work and he wasn't sick. He pretended that he got kidnapped. Well, at least he didn't pretend like he was sick, you know? Uh-huh. This guy went to such extreme measures. To This guy was in Arizona. Extreme measures to not go to work. He gagged himself and bound his hands and laid out near a water tower until somebody found him, called the police, and then in the process of the police interviewing him, he told them that he had been kidnapped and and made up this whole story. And apparently there was too many holes in his story because he finally confessed that he was just doing it to get out of work. But how bad is this guy's job that he preferred having his hands bound, his mouth gagged, and laying on the ground by a water tower rather than go to work? Like, that was more appealing than, than actually working. Now, if you're Luke, who is one of our listeners and sprays off rooftops mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, even when it's zero degrees or negative six or negative nine degrees outside, I could understand that he would rather be bound and gagged and lay next to a water tower in Arizona rather than spraying off the roofs in that that temperature. But I don't know what this guy did, but he must really hate his job. You know, I can't say that I've ever skipped work on a day that I just like, I just don't feel like going. I, I, okay. I have, but those were the days where it was like, I don't feel like getting out of bed today. Kind of like, I don't, I don't feel like going. I, those are the days that you spend all day in your pajamas and you don't leave the house and you eat like one meal. Cause that's all you have the energy to make mm-hmm. those kind of days. This guy clearly so, did not have that problem. Like a mental day? Yeah, pretty much is a mental okay. day. I've had a lot of those. Like a mental health day. Yeah. I think that's like an, a thing now. Is it really? Yeah, like uh-huh. I think. They, so I don't have they to like lie con- anymore? Yeah, I think it's like considered like you get like a mental health day. How many mental health days can you have before they just like sign you I up for therapy? I think I have, oh, I don't know. I think I have two mental health days. Oh, what? Pfft, that's not enough. And then I have a lot of I sick need, days. So I can just call it. I need two mental a, health days a week. I can just call it a sick day if I need it, but. Yeah, I'm not. I have a problem with using sick days. Yeah, clearly. Not that I don't think people should. I just the guilt is worse than the sickness. But then you feel sick from the guilt, and then you were no longer a, a liar at that point. So there you, you did yeah, need the sick. There day. you go. Um, I'm just here to help. Anyway, this guy clearly had the energy. To, to to go to work. Oh, we got a Discord notification. Did you I told that? you. Yeah, I, I told tried you. to turn it off. All right, I'm just going to mute the computer for now. Uh, if you guys uh, aren't a part of our VentLab Discord, you should join. I think Rebecca posted the link today, didn't you? Yeah, I did on our Facebook page. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this guy had a lot of energy, clearly, to put up a facade. He could have just gone to work. I mean, he had to have been laying there for a while. Between between getting everything ready, gagging himself, tying up everything, and going to the uh, w- walking probably to the water tower, and then laying there and waiting for somebody else to find him, mm-hmm. 
this had to have been like an hour, hour and a half ordeal. Mm-hmm. At that point, you could have just gone into work, told them you're not feeling well, and then went home. Don't even go to work. Just call them. Just call them. I I would argue that it's more con- you know, convincing if you go to work and then say, hey, I'm really not feeling well. Do you still have to call in to anybody if you're sick or can you just text somebody? I don't have any jobs. Where you actually have to, to contact a person? I Okay. No, I, you have one at least that I know of that you have to contact a person. I Okay. For context, I have three jobs right now. Uh, <laughs> um but I'm not getting much hours on any of them. So it kind of defeats the purpose. Anyways, Amazon, I can just go online. I, I And if if I get there in time within the, within 24 hours before the shift starts, I can drop the shift, no problem, no repercussions or anything like that, no explanation. Uh, it just Nathan's not coming in this day. Um, if, if it's within, tw- or yeah, if it's within the 24 hours, then I get, like a half a point, something like that. And if I don't show up at all, then I get like a full point. But And three points is fired. Right. Okay. Um, but it resets every month. So th- it, it makes it very hard to get fired. I did do that once, but <laughs> it, long story. It's one, one of these podcasts yeah. talks about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so Amazon, I don't have to contact anybody. Um, and it makes no difference if I were to contact somebody or not. I still get the same amount of points regardless. Um the one of the radio stations I work for, if I cannot make it, then the show does not air. You're it. I am You're the one that runs the show. The only guy in Kansas that knows how to run that show. In fact, I don't even know if there's anybody in Missouri where the company is stationed that knows how to run the show. There's only maybe two people in, in the United States that I can think of that know how to run the show. Um, didn't you train Grant how to run the show? Once? Yeah, but that was a long time ago and he would need like the instructions and I did have the instructions, but then we got, we lost the computer and the hard drive. I haven't had Cody Aikens pull all the information from Cody it, Aikens PC repair. Yeah. You need a great guy, your computer fixed or your phone screen repaired or your phone fixed. He's the guy to go to. Yeah. He's a super cool guy. Not a sponsor. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't have that information for Grant to run. So if, if I can't make it to that show, then yes, I have to do some texting and emails and let people know. Then my other job, 885. The other radio job. The other radio job. Um, That's a weekend show. So I do have to text the program director so that they know I will not be recording. But there's because a lot of people are doing radio from home. It's pretty easy for me to get a cover from that. So long story short, for two of my jobs, yes, I have to contact people. For one of them, no. Yeah, that was a long way around answering that question. Yeah. But I I appreciate the story. Um, I do not have to call anybody. I text my supervisor if I'm going to be sick. And I cannot tell you how how much anxiety that takes from me that I can do that in a text. Because I remember when I worked at a, a high school as a paraeducator and I had to call and talk to my boss to let them know I was sick. And one, like I questioned, like, is my voice going to sound sick? Mm-hmm. Are they going to question whether I'm really sick? You like, got to ham it up a little bit on the phone. It was so much anxiety to make that phone call that I'd rather just go to work sick mm-hmm. than deal with the anxiety of calling in sick. But now if I'm going to be sick, I just text my boss and... Mark Lavoy is my my boss slash supervisor. He's always really, really nice because I so rarely say I'm sick. And if I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry, I have a horrible headache today. I only got halfway through or I just finished my anchoring shift. I don't know if I'm going to get stories done. He'll be like, cool, take care of yourself. Sorry, you're not feeling well. And then he'll text me later on and ask me how I'm doing. To see if you were really faking it or not. No, like he really is just he like knows you. checking on me to see how I'm feeling. That's a good boss. Yeah. All right, Rebecca, let's do it. Let's do a thing right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's pretend. Uh huh. Let's pretend that I'm calling you. Okay. And and you, wait, are you my boss or you, you're calling in sick? I'm your boss. Okay. And you are quote unquote sick this morning. Uh huh. So I'm okay, calling it's the to see. Time. I, I, yeah, and I'm calling. Hey. Rebecca, are you coming in? That's what I'm going to say. Okay. okay. And and you got to give me your best sick voice. Okay, I'm going right? to try. Yeah. All right. Bring, <clears throat> bring. That's your phone. You have to pick it up. Hello. 
Hi, Rebecca. This is Nathan at work. Just calling to see if you were coming in this morning. Um, I woke up just really not feeling well. I oh, I don't no. think I'm gonna be able to make it. What what symptoms? What what are you feeling? My head hurts really bad, and uh, I vomited this morning. And oh my gosh, diarrhea pretty consistent. Really? Yeah, it's pretty oh. consistent. How's the consistency? It's diarrhea. Oh, okay. Well, I was just curious because you said it was consistent, but like... No. Like, I, if, if I come into work, I'm going to spend the whole day in the bathroom. I'm so sorry. Do you, do you want me to call some people and like find somebody else to cover my shift? Oh my God. Do you have the energy to do that? That would, that would take such a weight off my shoulders. Do you have the energy? I can try. Um, I'll do try you, and I'll just try and text some people. But you know what? Um, if you have the energy to call these people, I think you probably have the energy just to work from home. Uh, okay. Can you, can you, Yeah. that's okay. I'll, that's not going to be too much pressure on you. Is it? I'll give it a try. Um, if I can't, I'll just, I'll let you know later. Yeah. Just keep a bucket near you. I think probably okay. it would be the best, best call. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think so too. I, I'll. <laughs> Was that your dog? What was that? Yeah, so I'm... No, I don't... I really don't think I can do it today. Uh, all right. Um, I'll be sure to tell the, the big man upstairs about about you being sick. Okay, thanks. What was that? I'm sorry, can I hear you? Thank you. All right, bye. Oh my gosh, she's so full. You almost, no way. you almost convinced me to come back into work. Like that was close. <laughs> I had to vomit on on the phone. That wasn't even a real vomit. No, but if if I was really trying to go for it, I could have made it happen. Yeah, I wouldn't have been happy about it. I don't like throwing up. I'll do everything in my power to not throw up. See, that's so wild to me. I I'll hold it. But only to like a certain extent. But boy, whenever you puke, such a good feeling. Like the relief after it's over. Oh, that sweet relief. Uh huh. Yeah. You finally have a moment where you're not nauseous anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't thrown up in a really long time. Really? Yeah. Some friends of mine recently had the stomach flu going around at their house, and I was like, oh, I haven't had the stomach flu in so long. I don't know. Could I even survive the stomach flu anymore? It's been a while. Hmm. I I get sick a lot. <laughs> wow. Even I actually sounded sick. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you. You do okay. your sick voice. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. Hello. Oh. Hey, Nathan. This okay. is Rebecca. Um, it looks like it's about five minutes after the time you're supposed to be here. So I'm just checking on you to see if you're okay. Are you still coming in today? Um, do you need me to, do you need me to come in? I mean, you're, you're on the schedule. Okay. Did, did you call or email or anything to let us know you weren't coming in? I didn't know. Honestly, last night I was feeling just fine. Um, but uh, this morning I just not, did not feel well. I, I've been just laying in bed waiting for it to to go away and it just hasn't um i'm really sorry to hear that um we're really short-handed today and we could have okay. really used you are you sure you're you're not able to just maybe even put in a half day do you want to just maybe give it like 30 minutes and and get a little bit more rest and eat something and then try and come in is i i i probably could um sorry is, do you think that's going to be okay? Like, I mean, what's your symptoms? Um, I just have a really big headache. I haven't puked yet, but it's definitely there, you know, like whenever it's just like in your throat. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a headache yesterday and I got something to eat and, and took some Advil and it passed. So maybe try that. Okay. Um, Cool. So, do you want me just to text you if I'm if I'm still not feeling well after? Yeah, let's after give it thirty something? minutes. If okay. you're still not feeling good, um, you know, text me either way. Actually, you no. Know, instead, why don't you just give me a call so I, I make sure okay. that I know whether you're coming in or not? So, sure. 
in 30 minutes. Give me a call. Let me know whether you're going to come in or, or whether it's not whether it's not going to work out. But like I said, we're really shorthanded today. So if you can't come in, it would really be great. Okay. I am All right, a yeah, jerk. I can do that. Like I am. Uh, you such pulled a jerk. every single. <laughs> I was getting frustrated. Those are the those are the tricks that I. Those are the, the things that I hate. But I di- I was able to buy thirty minutes to to build up a better story. Uh-huh. I got thirty minutes to force a puke out. <laughs> every single thing I said is like every single thing a boss has said to me at some point That's when I called worst. in for something. We're really shorthanded. Oh my gosh, they're pill- they're pulling the guilt trip on me. Really? Like how do they do they know like that the guilt trip works that well on me? Do you need a sick hand? Is that what you need? You're so shorthanded that you want you want somebody sick? I'm telling you. You can't just it, get if, Jeremy. If to come I in? am brave enough to call in sick and then they force me to come in at some point, I am going to make sure I throw up at some point while I'm at work. Yeah. And I'm gonna make it real inconvenient for everybody else. Here's the thing. Even if they do force you to come in after you've tried to play off being sick, mm-hmm. you still have basically a pass for spending as much time in the bathroom that day as you want. That's true. You can you can go five or six times before 3 p.m. They're not going to say anything. You know, like, I'm sorry, I tried to warn you. I'm sick today. I don't feel good. I, f- I feel fine today, actually, but, you know, you know what I'm saying. You want to know about two workers that went into work even when they weren't supposed to? Were they like, sick? No, they were so, somebody was sick. They were so serious about their jobs that they went into work to help the sick. Oh, mm-hmm. so like a like a doctor's office? No, or? no, it was nuns. Okay. Uh-huh, and it was in another country. I'm going to read the headline to you because the headline in and of itself sounds like a Babylon Bee article, but like this, this is like a real thing. This really happened. Irish nuns caught flouting COVID restrictions to attend exorcism. What? Yeah. That's in the New York Post. This is a thing. To attend exorcism. Yeah. So a pair of Irish nuns were busted. 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 Violating coronavirus pandemic restrictions to attend an exorcism for Ireland's, Ireland's leaders, according to a report. Okay. So it doesn't clarify in this article whether Ireland's leaders asked for the nuns to come perform an exorcism or whether the nuns thought Ireland's leaders needed an exorcism and they showed up. Here's, here's their names. Sister Irene Gibson and Sister Anne Marie traveled across the Emerald Isle. This sounds like um, something from Elf. Yeah, this sounds like it was made up. Came across, <laughs> marched across the... Candy-coated land. Okay, anyway, across the Emerald Isle to expunge supposed evil spirits of the president of Ireland and the nation's top lawmakers. That's according to the Irish Examiner. But their habits flouted lockdown measures. Get it? Their habits? Because they're nuns. Their habits? No, I don't get that. And then, like, their habits of going out to perform exorcisms? No, I actually don't. You know, like, their headpiece is called a habit. That's called a habit? Yes. I I just thought it was, like, a hood or something. No, it's called a habit. So... Thank like, you for the coffee. That was really nice. Um, Jay was just brought in coffee for Nathan. Uh, a habit? Didn't didn't somebody write a book about those? Bad habits? No. Um, Good habits? There was, there are you was thinking like, of Sister Act? No. Sister Act 1 and 2. Hold on, let Loved me. Loved that movie, by the way. Okay, while you're looking it up. But their habits flouted lockdown measures, which banned residents from traveling more than five kilometers from their home the december 8th exorcism expedition from cork to dublin was about 135 miles oh, it was by a uh, jrr tolkien what's it called the hobbit oh okay that's different the habit yeah what about the habit okay you ever seen the habit <laughs> all right the deliverance of the hey i want to watch the habit you got a problem with that D- dial dial or on 
a body of the Irish legislature was followed by an outdoor mass attended by around 70 people. Oh, no. 70 people were gathered together. Oh. Under Ireland's lockdown rules, no more than 15 people were permitted. Come but on! 70 were there and two nuns and, I believe, the priest. Unacceptable! Uh-huh. A video of the exorcism shows Father Giacomo Bellini of the Splinter Group. The Splinter Group. That sounds like the Ninja Turtles group. Yeah. But he's of the Splinter Group, which could be the Lab Rats. Oh, that's <clears throat> very good. Uh-huh. The Society of St. Pius Resistance spraying holy water on, on an Irish government building while praying for Satan to leave this place. Okay, so this is making me start to think that maybe the Irish government didn't ask for this. Because it sounds like the priest and the nuns are just spraying water on the building. They just busted in. Satan, leave this place. So (laughs) these names get even better. The sisters of the Carmelite Sisters of the Holy Face of Jesus. Carmel. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but that sounds good. Carmelite. Carmelite. It's like the the caramels with less sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carmelite. Yeah. The sisters Mm -hmm. of Carmelite Sisters. The sisters of the Carmelite sisters of the Holy Face of Jesus had previously been convicted of of violating planning regulations while setting up a religious retreat, according to the examiner. They were reportedly ordered out of their compound over the breach. Oh, but there's a GoFundMe site to help relocate the nuns, and they've raised nearly $100,000. That's my new business. (laughs) Ha! Relocating nuns? I just gotta, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I just gotta like make uh, really unfortunate things happen to me, and mm-hmm. then start GoFundMe's and raise uh, way more than I actually needed. Okay, there is a lot of people that do that as well. Yeah, there's not a website to be a part of that, but there's a lot of people that make up stuff for GoFundMe's. But for now, if you guys want to support me, you can just do so through our Patreon. <laughs> And the website for that is, um, Patreon. I don't know, yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash vent lab. There you go. Yeah. Easy peasy. That, um, this, the way this article is, the way, the way the, the, the headline is worded, Irish nuns caught flouting COVID restrictions to attend exorcism. Whenever I read that, I, I imagine an arena Mm-hmm. Or like a boxing rink with the exorcism happening in the in the ring. Uh-huh. And these nuns like sneaking in the back door like, oh my gosh, we're about to see the exorcism. You know? Like, yeah, I had a much different picture. Yeah. No, I just imagine the exorcism being like an actual event happening and they're just trying to attend the exorcism. But they're not allowed for some reason. So they have to flout the COVID restrictions. I expected this to be more of a um, a smaller event, like from the movie The Exorcist. Never seen like, it. Like, either have I, but I've seen parts of it, just like, you know, people making fun of it. But um, I expected that, like, there was somebody who needed to be exorcised that was like seriously demonic seriously out of shape and really needed to have that that demon released and And so i expected these two sisters to show up and like cast the demon out but it sounds like they're just sprinkling water on a building it's freaking lame dude if you're listen if you're gonna flout covid restrictions to attend an exorcism you gotta bust in there yeah you better know that demons there yeah because you know you're either dealing with covid or you're dealing with demons and i don't think you want to deal with either one of those quite no not really i mean you do want to cast both those out but yeah cast your cares upon jesus only if you're professional right professionals only so we have something exciting happening this saturday yeah we do it is our eat and greet If you are a patron, Mm -hmm. you are invited. You will get an email this week with your certificate gift card to go get your pizza to join us. We're going to have games and March giveaways. Uh If you are not a patron and you would like to be, you can do that by going to patron.com, patreon.com backslash vent lab. Forward slash. Forward slash. Just go to patreon.com and search vent lab. Yep. Um, and that eat and greet is happening February 27th. 
Yes, in so. case you're not listening to this this week. Yeah. February 27th, uh, is it official, the time? In the evening at it's it's either in the afternoon or the seven evening. PM. Seven is that that was the last that like the vote the winning vote was for seven PM. Okay. All right. Let's hope so that it's dinner it hasn't time. changed. The eat and greet is at dinner time, seven PM. Watch our Facebook for updates. If you're a patron, you're gonna get an email about it. Yep. Uh, and you also get a coupon or a gift card for pizza, so you yeah. don't you don't have to worry about having to buy your own pizza. Because that'd be lame. Exactly. We provided it for you. Attending an eat and greet and having to buy Actually, your own pizza. some of you provided it for everybody when you paid for Nathan's monkey tail uh-huh. facial hair. Um, also, shock therapy next Tuesday. Text 816-787-1511 if you have a dilemma or question. But until then, we'll see you Friday. And some of you will see you Saturday. My name's Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.